Welcome to That's Absurd Podcast. Your source for everything hip-hop, pop culture, sports, and more. Tune in, subscribe, enjoy. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of That's Absurd Podcast. I go by the name of Juno, a.k.a. Melfolk. And it's your boy, Gene P. And we're back with the bullshits. Yes, sir, yes, sir. What, what you been up to lately, bro? Uh, nothing much. Still doing the run around with the crib and everything else. So I'm basically was coming down to the last few decisions of last weekend, still seeing properties. Um, That was about it, basically doing all that running around. And now that we put in an offer on one, we actually put in an offer on two at once. Both got accepted. <laughs> so it became a kind of a toss-up on which way we were going to go. And the only thing, that, I mean, luckily, we didn't, you know how sometimes you can put an offer and they basically make you put down like a thousand to show that you're serious inquire. But, you know, realtors are a bit more, they're a bit more thirsty out here. So that none of them required any of that money for that submission. And what's crazy, because as soon as you put in the offer, you can see like on the website, it says like pending. Pending, yeah. So people start passing those houses up. Right. Which I'll be like, fuck, if I, that lets me know and I'm in the market to go back to sell, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not taking no listing down. So that money is an escrow. Well, it wasn't <laughs> like that a couple couple years ago. Yeah, they just started doing that. Um, that pending and contract, so other people can't really look at the. Don't thing. waste your time, right? Basically, so you don't have to keep going over there. Back then, you could be under contract and the house would still be available on the market. Exactly. So they ch- they changed that. So that shit sealed a couple years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, they changed that rule. But I'm like, I'm thinking, even if it's not a, maybe is it up to the person? That's what I'm get. Is it up to the seller to allow it up there or the the real? I'm not sure. How, it, I think it's the realtor has to do it. The listing agent mm-hmm. has to uh, has to physically go into MLS and uh, put pending. Okay, okay. But now they don't have a choice. To, but if if ex- offer is accepted, they have to. It, it automatically goes into uh, pending. Okay, okay. I didn't. I didn't know if they had. An, I don't know if they. If there's a switch they pick or anything like that, I would have just don't touch anything. Offers accepted. Okay, give you the instructions because anything can fall back because it's showing pending. And I've already walked away from at least one already, and it's still saying pending right now. So yeah, meanwhile, you, people are passing that up. Yeah, because you fucking up the people's money. I'm fucking up the ecosystem. <laughs> hey, I didn't set up the system. You know what I'm saying? You kind of almost want to, hey, hold on, freeze up on that before that one goes. But it, shit's crazy. Yeah, when. To accept the offer, you should always make that person put that 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 thousand dollars in good faith. In good faith, exactly. Just because if they decide they're gonna walk away and go to another house, and you at least make a thousand bucks for them few days that your house is not on the market. Yeah, it breaks even. That's yeah, because you don't know the buyers. It's a buyer's market, so who knows? It worked out. I mean, at least I don't see the ramification on my end. I didn't I did anything wrong. I didn't. Because I didn't fulfill the contract up with that thing. It's called being unethical. I didn't, hey, man, I was just looking, and another one came through, and I was like, hold on, put that on. Because I don't know why. Because the thing is, while I'm waiting on the answer, I put in an offer. Mm-hmm. Right? They say yes, but they haven't sent over the wiring or anything else. So how many offers you put in that um, throughout this process? I put in maybe like four. Two got rejected. Countered. Countered. And then we just we either just didn't go. Um, none got rejected. Everyone either countered with some ridiculous amount. We either fell back or they weren't willing to go certain around. And then the two that did accept it just happened to be the same time. Mm. So I remember when we were looking, I think 
we put in at least three offers. And you had to pay for each one? No, we put in offers, but they didn't get accepted. It was like they, uh, it was that bullshit about it's pending already. Yeah, uh, yeah. But okay. they, they didn't have to put that it was pending. Yeah. So they already had offers that they accepted, and we were still looking at houses because it was still on the market. So when we put in an offer, it was like, oh, we accepted an offer two days ago. It was <laughs> like, why the fuck is y'all wasting people's time and saying this shit is still on the market if, uh, if you're under contract? <laughs> but luckily for you, that, that rule is over. So they put that rule in place so you don't have to waste your time wasting if you're 90 days because you only have 90 fucking days once Two you're one. approved by the bank. Oh, okay, to get you have to, till you have to redo it. Oh yeah, yeah. As far as your approval and all that. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know basically, and it's crazy, man. The bank games vultures, man. Even when I was going in there today to like do like the wire transfer, you see the bank trying to tell, hey, what rates they to give you? Maybe you know, like, I know you're. I was like, how long till you close? I said, well, we're at the final stages. This is just doing this. I should be closing. Yeah, right. And, yeah. he, and he's over here talking about maybe you could. He's like, hey, man, I got a guy. I look. He's like, you don't even need. You already bank with us. We don't really need all your information. We can. We'll let you know right now if we could beat them. That's when you're supposed to say, okay, go ahead and run it. I didn't need to, man. Trust yeah, me. You got to. I'll say, go ahead. I had to jump through to get through it. Go ahead and run it. Let me see what if you can beat this, this uh, rate. And if they say they could beat it and you can close in the session, you're going to have to dish the bank. It's not, fuck the bank. The, the people that I went through, the, the, I didn't go non-traditional because, you know, they're called creative financing in a sense. I already knew I wasn't going to go through this bullshit with the bank. The bank was going to, it was going to make me go through hell. To the try. bank be trying people, bro. That's what I'm saying. So I, I remember <laughs> some, when some chick told me um, the bank gave her fucking $10,000 to go buy a house. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Maybe she thought it wrong. She probably just got a loan from the bank. No, as bro. opposed to a mortgage. That's how much she was approved for. Ten thousand bucks, bro. That's this crazy. was like three years ago. I was like, what the fuck they expect you to do with ten thousand? It's that's the disrespect that they even down payment assistance. <laughs> that, it's the disrespect that they would even send you that and say you're approved for such and such on a mortgage. This shit is wild though. <laughs> But yeah, the bank will definitely try you with some bullshit. Uh, that's crazy. Who knows? How about you? What you been up to though? Let's see. This past weekend, um, I did some some back to school drives again, some backpack drives down uh in the hood part of Orlando. You already know that's usually where all the uh. But this past weekend, there was a shitload of um, backpack drives. You didn't go to any? No, no. Nigga, no. you supposed to go scoop up some backpacks so the kids <laughs> could switch them up take, every now and then. Take them up from the misfortunate? Hey, <laughs> no, because most of these backpack because there's so many backpack drives out right now, like, they they don't run out of backpacks. So you're not. Okay, okay. They're just putting them in storage for next year, and they're just going to get another grant for next year. And get the same amount that they got this year. So, got to scoop them bitches up. That's too late now. You, you don't let that uh, you don't let that opportunity go by. But nonetheless, bro, fucking, I hate when school starts, bro. The traffic, you feel fucking immediately. That's the first week when the parents can't get shit in order. I almost hit a fucking car this, uh, the Monday that school started. Because school started on the Monday. 
I almost hit the damn car because this motherfucker just it, first they'll stop by the bus stop where the whole bunch of kids were. I guess they was looking to see where they're gonna drop off their kid if their kid was middle school or if it was high school. And this motherfucker turns on the road and just stops in the middle of the road. <laughs> so I have to slam on my brakes, skirt. I'm I'm screaming, what the fuck are you doing at these people early in the morning? Cause now I gotta leave the house an extra an extra damn near an hour early so I can make it to work on time instead of my my summertime. My summertime hours. Yeah, when shit's clear. Shit is fucking ridiculous, man. I hate that shit. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll, I'll be wishing like, why the hell these kids got to go to school? Why don't Why don't school start later, around ten o'clock, where everybody's already at work? That's why. Well, it's because they have to pick up the same drivers or picking up multiple people. Yeah, Remember the, the drivers that's driving the kids elementary are also the same ones driving high school and middle school. That's why the schools don't start at the same time. The same driver doing rotation, so they they can't only fit so long. You be having kids getting out of school at like seven eight p.m. Yeah, I don't have a problem you with know? that. <laughs> as long as the road's clear, I don't have to be on the road for extra thirty minutes. But I didn't see you post anything about your kids' first day of school, bro. Well, my wife usually takes care of that. Is she? Know, that she she hasn't been active on, on online for the longest. You must have not had no fly kids in the beginning. No, of the school I'll have yet. her post. I'll have her send me some so I can post them tomorrow. Nah. So, yeah, she usually takes care of the night just to copy it. You got them kids going to school in bubbles on the first day of school? No, nah, no, nah, they were, they were, they were cl- well, I didn't even get to see them, but she usually sends the photos. I have, I have them posted tomorrow. That's all my feed was full of, man. Bro, I get sick of that shit. I, I, I want to tell them, have that same energy about in about two months when, you, when your kids' kicks are dirty yeah. <laughs> and you're dropping off <laughs> at school. Exactly right. Start posting those photos. Post those photos. That's the ones <laughs> I want to see. Yeah, man. It was fucking. <laughs> it was wild. That's all you seeing online is people first day of school, first day of school this, first day of school that. That shit is wild. It's good though. It's good. No I, report cards though. Last day of school. I want to see last day of school um, posts with with the report cards and shit. I seen people posting up an old meme of. They said people don't know the struggle or something like that. These kids will never know about. And they showed like old Reebok classics. Now like the two for eighty nine days. You seen the new Reebok classics? Nah, them shits is dope, bro. They look dope. Yeah, bro. But Reebok's back in style. So I mean, they, all these off brand. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same game. shape, but mm-hmm. it just has a slightly different design. Them shits look dope. I was thinking about it's called that. Something. Yeah, it's called Reebok Classic. Let me look that up. Remember that one year when Sakoni was popping? Yeah. Yeah, a little, little year and a half. Yeah. And that shit just disappeared. I, I had a pair of Sakonis. Yeah, yeah. When them shits were popping, I probably had only one because they wasn't. In they didn't have a long run. Yeah, yeah. They weren't in style, but them shits looked dope for that little bit. Yeah, and I don't know what happened. It's because they had so many damn colorways. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they were they were out there. They kind of yeah burnt their thing up. These ones you talking about? Not the ones that look like the these ones. Yeah. Oh, they're making them in different colors and such. That shit is that. I I want to get a pair of those. How much are they? Uh, it'd be crazy if Reebok could still keep these things two for eighty nine. I doubt that. That would be crazy. They're eighty dollars for one. So yeah, with the mesh on top of it, you talking about? I might cop some of those. those I think those are these fly. like the same look as the Reebok. Or are these the like the bullet heads? It's just it's the same style. It's just different. It's just a different material and different 
It just looks different, but it's the same. If you look at yeah, the old ones. Yeah, it's called Reebok Classic Leather Altered. Yeah. yeah, it's the same shit, but them shits look dope. I want to get a pair. Yeah, 80 bucks. Back in the days, you were able to get two for 80. Now it's one for the Now you get the one for the 80. I wonder if the regular black leather ones is uh, is uh, 80 bucks now, too. Yeah, I don't think kids are rocking the regular ones. They call you pull you rocking regular ones. The other ones are color waves. You may, they may say you're accessorizing them. You come with them all whites and all black, the soldieries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, laugh the pot of here. <laughs> um, what do you want to get in some of these absurdities? Yeah, I guess we could start off with with hip hop. Hip hop seemed to be popping this week. Yes, sir. It is definitely is. What do I have in hip hop? We missed last week with Mayweather taunting 50 cents. He posted up a photo of 50 showing how 50 went from selling 15 million to 200,000 talking about your careers over. Which where to me, they, where did that come from? Like, you know, they, the, you know niggas, they, they always, they always beefing, but yeah, it's they usually, always, it's usually May. I mean, 50, 50 that yeah. starts it. But I guess Mayweather was in the mood. He had to let him know one good time. And, um, Mayweather is absolutely right, but I looked at it. I was like, "Hey, two hundred thousand ain't nothing left. They two hundred thousand something to be, ain't nothing to be ashamed of." Nowadays, you saw two hundred thousand. That's great. Yeah, but but uh, but I don't think that was in the streaming era, though. No, nah, it wasn't. It was that was like a few years ago before the stream was popping. So yeah, I think it was his last album before I self destruct. So if Fifty dropped something now, what you think that would do? I think it's Fifty, man. I think he's good for a good thirty to fifty thousand. Shit. Saying I think you think it'd be less than that, right? You that's that's not good. It's not good, but he ain't signed with nobody. If he signed with a label, they're willing to push him. I can send him to a hundred thousand, but he's not gonna sign with no label any reason. He don't have any reason to. To me, he has no reason not to sign with a label because you're not really pursuing music. Yeah, so let him get a check and let him do all the heavy let lifting, him do all the work. Yeah, and then you get you give up a little portion and you because sh- that way the perception looks like you never fell off. Right, you know what I'm saying that's how it looks. That's how I would make it see. People like, let's say, like a, a Beyonce and a Jay Z, they can go full independent, but yeah, they don't but want the perception no, of the no, sales drop. Yeah, and it's it, gonna drop because exactly because your fans is topped out. There's nothing you're not gonna put. That's a lot of marketing dollars behind exactly, that shit. and you already know it's more why profitable. That, why why risk it all? Exactly. So. Why I'm, I'm just going to keep teaming up with a big powerhouse. They're going to do the heavy lifting. They're going to see a certain return. I'm going to still get my thing. I'm good. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to make more money, then I'll just, all right, I'm going to go independent. But then y'all going to look sell at me less, wild. Sell less, yeah, but make more money. Exactly. But y'all going to look at me wild. Flopped. Exactly. Y'all going to be like, oh, you flopped. I going to look at me wild. So they're like, nah, I'll just keep partnering with these big dogs. And that's why some people, some of our favorite rappers went the other way about it. And we think they flop now because of that. I'm saying like a juvenile or twister. There's like these guys that come out, they might do only 30,000. I don't know they if do small. independent shit making. making they're making, get, they're independent. They're going that like that true independence. That half off. Oh, some of them are. It depends. Cause if a uh, one, if uh, they have like old school mix, if you're on the big ones from Spotify that you tend to stream on that one. You got some people that just gonna eat regardless. If you're huge back in the days, your song probably stays on some kind of rotation. You gotta look at these people's top play tracks. We didn't even do we even speak on on Drake finessing the game last week? No, no, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Disrespect, bro. Yeah, Drake drops like a, a an old school unreleased songs. It's not unreleased, it's just they was never on a streaming platform. Yeah. So yeah. you put them all together. 
and it made drop it, yeah. call it the care package. And I'm I'm looking at bitches on the on the gram go, oh, thank you, Drake. Bro, that well, shit is I'm fire, like, bro. I'm like, I forgot how much shit. Listen, I'm he like, could all this shit y'all heard before. Listen, y'all lucky Drake don't do care package care package season because he got more. That shit is ridiculous. This bro. shit is fire. I did forget about it I because like, you can't stream them. Unless you go look for them on YouTube, yeah, you can't like, stream a lot really, of those tracks. Y'all really thanking Drake for finessing y'all <laughs> Listen, into, man. into putting millions in his pocket because that shit got that shit, Yeah, Charlie, it was number one all over again. Yeah, that shit made a couple hundred thousand. And it's all old mills. I was like, come on. Listen, man, Drake was ahead of his time. <laughs> them shit's a ride. I'm like, hey. I'm thinking it's dope. a new album. I go listen to it. I'm like, I heard this already. I heard this already. I heard this already. Then I find out it's a, it's just unreleased stuff yep. that wasn't on, on streaming services. What I like is coming from some of his best, um, they call them freestyle records. They don't have any hooks, but the, like the 10 a.m. in Calabas, the tracks that he just time stamps them, he names them after the time he write them. Mm-hmm. Those are some of his best rapping ones. That's Pete Drake right there. And he got at least two or three of them in that album. He's just, he just going wild, in. man. But yeah, your boy Drake's a beast, man. He's a different beast out here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, y'all talk, thinking he was over after the Pusha T beef. This guy's still flourishing out here. Going number one on his giveaways. What about Rick Ross' album? Did it do well? Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's been out long enough for us to get because it dropped on Friday. We're not even on Friday, so we didn't Was get a it week this Friday. Last, last Friday, so um, I've, I'm about I'm almost two thirds through. Solid album. My only issue with Rick Ross is that it's always been that to me he comes out with fire singles or very uplifting. His albums are always a bit more mellow. Mellow, yeah. But I think he just makes that type of, I mean, if you look at his catalog, he makes like, I guess, a smoker's type of music or almost like the winning circles music. Maybe you hit a little bit different if you if you got a if million you got in your pocket. In the bank, exactly. Yeah. Some people make different music with different stuff. Like, I was never in the currency after he switched over from Hot Spitter to making smoker music. Mm-hmm. But he's got a huge cult-like following. Right. And it's that music. Some people make music for certain things. And Rick Ross... Has the ability to make music. He makes strip club music, this type of music. But his album is don't be, don't be, don't believe all that. When you hear like the BME and all that stuff, you hear all that and you think you can get all that full of his albums. His albums never be that. His albums are always very mellow, chilled rapping, smoker, winner's music. It's rich nigga shit. Rich nigga shit. And that's what his music is. And I was like, yeah, that's what it is. But it's a solid album. This man fucking rapping is yeah, a solid good. album. Fire ass production on there. But I'd be wanting the a solid, just like the BMF, just just crunk Southern almost Ross all the way through. But you're never gonna get that from him from an album. You'd have to make like a playlist of it to get maybe, that. Maybe he'll drop one in and and four years and tell you and call it a care package. Care and <laughs> y'all niggas will go buy that shit like crazy. Uh, what's crazy worse about even Ross is when the man's a rapper is the fact that he. T- I remember he did in his interview said he recorded the. He said it's been a while, but none of this stuff is old. Um. He said uh, he wrote this album in the last month, a month and a half. And I was like, I kind of, I don't know if I felt good or bad about that because I know artists that do shit last minute, they shit sound trashy. So he said this whole the whole uh, album. Yeah. yeah uh, the, this nigga been promoting this album for like two years now. Yeah, but he, he didn't go with a lot of the old tracks. He just went, he kind of got the vibe and he went with everything he just recently wrote, basically. And it still sounded either. good though. I don't believe him though. I don't know, but either way, niggas be lying. Well, I mean, I, I I don't I don't doubt Ross's pen because you know he'll do a feature with somebody and then you hear samples of it online. The man can rap his ass off, so I I'm just glad. But um, 
I could see why I could be like a year old because most of his features came on there and bodied them on there. So if, if you send somebody a track, Gunplay killed it. Gunplay was on Meek there. had probably a, a, a killer yeah. verse on that shit. Wale did good. Wale did, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I could see if his verse. I think even Wayne called. did good. I got to go back and listen to the Wayne. Oh, you talking about the one with him and Wayne. Wayne did good, but none of their verses are better than Pusha T's, and that one didn't make the album. I didn't even hear Pusha T's. Yeah, verse. Pusha T's one was a fucking beast. Like I tell you, if Pusha T doesn't give throwaway verses. He treats every rap like a piece of art. You know what I'm saying? And that's so what why happened, I'm going to throw first. So what happens when a nigga throw it away? Because that's what yeah, that's what Ross, that's what the boss does. He throws it away. You don't give throwaway verses when the boss throws it away. He said he was holding off to the track. Um, not hold off. He said he's gonna make them come back together. He pre- he predicts like in a year or so there's gonna be a track with Pusha T, Drake, um, Wayne, Kanye, and Khaled all on the same track. Man, that shit ain't happening. I don't know if Khaled but Kanye, but basically showing like Drake all four is not people. Get, I don't see Drake getting on the track with Pusha T. Yeah, maybe he has no reason to. Yes, but he. I mean, that was his old favorite rapper. The dude was just picking at him because he was going at Wayne. He didn't really have no real beef outside of him trying to go for his head, but he didn't really successful. He just went after him on a track, and Drake's been, Drake has been shining ever since, shining even more since. So it didn't, it didn't really hurt him. Ain't no stopping Drake. Ain't no stopping that train that you call Drake, man. So this man's been dropping us Latin tracks that are fire, R&B tracks that are fire. Like the Latin track he did the remix wasn't even in English. That shit was fire. The, the track he got with him and Chris Brown right now, next fucking level. You know what I'm talking about? I don't even think I heard it. Oh, man. What is it called? Let me tell you this send, shit. It, send it to me. Play <laughs> that at the end of we'll that. This thing is fucking, it's, it's, bro, the two of them are fired beginning. They might need to come out with a joint album. But whenever he drops tracks with Rick Ross, they're fired. So he just got, what's his name? It's called No Guidance. Oh, I think I heard that. Yeah, so he it's just. It's on Chris Brown album? Yeah, it's on Chris Brown album. Yeah, I heard it. I, heard I haven't that. heard a Chris Brown album in years. And I, I think know Chris Brown album had like 25 tracks. Yeah, but this is like his third album he's done like that. He's independent. But I don't get the. I think the logic behind that is because we're in the streaming era. Some people stream you quick. Some people are making shorter tracks. Well, they, everybody's making shorter tracks. Yes, you make shorter tracks so you can keep getting streamed a lot. And what's that? But when you're independent, but I think Rick Ross had like a track that was five minutes long on this album. Yeah, Ross like, don't follow those. I was ones. like, yeah, nigga, this song is way too long. No, yeah, Ross don't follow those rules. I was even saying, but when Chris Brown's independent, because he's independent, see the album before this also, um, Heartbreak on a Full Moon. That one had twenty. That one had forty five tracks. Mm. Yeah, this is what he does. You know what I'm saying. And and then when I'm looking at another album, this one's called No, that's the Heartbreak on a Full Moon Deluxe Edition, had fifty-seven tracks. <laughs> the royalty album had eighteen. That was his last regular track album that eighteen. Whatever since he went independent, that's how he does it. I think it's because you know you're not gonna hear him on the radio all day long like that. Mm-hmm. So he knows he have a cult like following. He'd rather just give them like a he basically he's like giving you his own playlist of just him. Cause they know what you give him like 35 tracks and they're all hitters, bro. This shit's crazy. I'm saying 32 tracks he gave you. I haven't listened to Chris Brown album in ages. And this is like this nigga just gives year after year. It's not like mm-hmm. it'd be taking niggas two, three years to give you 12 tracks. Yeah, he's a real talent, man. You know, Chris Brown's a, a beast. You know, he can sing, rap, act. Um, and punch. Punch, yeah. So <laughs> he sells high quality. He sells that high-end clothes, like his, his shirt. 
It's clothes like that. Them shits be taxing. I, I don't even know if they it's still popping like that. Still Black sells. Pyramid. Black Pyramid is still out there. It's very expensive. I know it's expensive because I got a shirt. That yeah. shit was like fifty bucks. Exactly. So it's but they it, can't really blackball him out the game. They've been, I mean, they've been trying to, but he's got different avenues, and he's, you know, what I'm saying, and he's got a, he's got a business. But his shirts, his his clothes are high quality. It's not cheap. Yeah, shit. yeah exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what he's going for. So he's got a business, and as much as they try to um, take your boy out the paint, he just ain't going nowhere, man. He's, he's solid. You know, I bet you can't remember how he got back in the good graces or. People allowing him to get back into the spotlight. Wasn't it when the girl lied on him? No. Okay, okay. How? Oh, you talking about the Michael Jackson tribute? Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. The shit was exactly. fucking phenomenal. Like, I think it was 2008 or 10. Mm-hmm. When One he did them. that performance. Nigga did the performance, and then at the end of the he sung. Uh, and was like crying? He tried to, he tried to sing uh, Man in the Mirror and started yeah. crying. And Chris oh, yeah, Brown, yeah. everybody forgave him after yeah, that. Well, you good, bro. You good. You got you. That's how That's yeah. how tough Michael Jackson is. <laughs> that's how much of a beast Michael Jackson is. From the grave. From the grave. Res- resurrecting passing Chris assists. Brown. Yeah, Chris passing assists. Yeah, I'm looking at the Black Pyramid Instagram page. One million followers. Still on there. Still going strong. The logo is dope to begin with. But, yeah, he's still, he's still got the clothing line, man. And... You live in L.A. You're in one of the most populated states. Anyways, you could probably just make a killing just over there. So, you know, Chris Brown's a different beast, man. He's, he's, a, he's a different beast. I seen, like, Trey Songs mellowed out a little bit. Trey Songs was running shit when Chris Brown fell off. Trey Brown, he got, he got hit with that uh, at the beginning of the Me Too era type thing, too. Trey Songs? Yeah. I thought it was just some girl. He, that's after that. Now he don't even allow girls to dance him on stage and all that thing. They tried to hit him, but he was like, "Whoa, they ain't, they ain't get him out the paint though." But I did notice he kind of fell back. A it little was. Bit. I think one was from an underage girl on stage. Yeah. And the second one was him. I guess assaulting a girl at the club or some shit. She accused him of some shit. Yeah. And I know after since then he like none of these women could go into the paint. So the shit is wild. But yeah, your boy. Um, He's unstoppable out here. I don't know how the hell we even got the Chris Brown. Um, what else we got in hip hop? We have um Nicki Minaj goes on Joe Budden podcast. Well, well Joe, Joe Budden goes, goes on, on the Queen Nicki Radio. Queen Radio, and then she follows and goes on the same and goes to the bottom. You know, the one thing I already told you, Nicki Minaj is her own show. The one thing I like that she pulls out her bag, the old Howard Stern, old star move. Is when you make her mad, she pulls you with that fox. Cut it, mic off. Cut it, mic yeah, off. That's, that's, that just is so fucking that funny. Shit is wack, it's disrespectful. But that shit is funny because you think there's some people even like, hold on, this is a guess. Because she first, when she first came out with Queen Radio, she was cutting off her own DJ. And he was like, but she's like, yo, cut it, mic off. Cut it. Off. I was that's thinking she extend like, that. When if you, but when you're arguing with somebody and you don't want them to be able to speak. Cut that's their some, mic off is lame. That's some Fox News shit and some balls on that phone. I'm supposed to call you on my show, check you, and then you talk crazy. Cut his mic off. That shit is fucking hilarious. Shit is wild, that man. Niggas are different beasts, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but she she was talking greasy on the uh, on that Queen Radio episode, talking about how her, her, her husband's going to check everybody that well, I mean, remember her her husband just came home from a body not so long ago. That so don't mean shit. That means nigga probably might catch another one out here. He got yeah. a lot to lose out here. Like, 
Nigga came home and bagged him his old his old thing, his old thing is a millionaire. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna lie out of disrespect it. Bruh. Just know that. She must think that nigga's the only one with that guns are expensive. That's true, but you gotta deal with it. You gotta yeah. remember that you gotta remember the type of people that you're dealing with. Some of these niggas has been some of these guys that are criti- especially guys that are criticizing Nikki, never put that same energy towards men. You know what I'm this saying? That's true. So that's why she gotta let you know, hey. The same way y'all don't mess with these guys because who they got in their circle, I got one right here with me. Same way. You know what I'm saying? These niggas give these type of guys all sorts of passes. Is that after put some respect in my name? That's all she's letting y'all know. That's why she said, I'm even gonna deal with y'all, y'all girls, because y'all girls ain't writing y'all lyrics. Y'all ghostwriters are my husbands don't come see y'all ghostwriters. Because y'all niggas writing about me, really, which is the truth. Yeah, y'all talking shit about me. Yeah, and he's gonna come see y'all, which I I give her respect for that. But guns are expensive, bro. Guns are affordable. Not only rich people got guns, bro. That's true, but I'm just saying. She, guns she, are affordable. So talking greasy about it's a dangerous world out here. She's just saying she ain't. I'm just be. letting her know she's putting that nigga in danger. Yeah, but who knows? He, um, he he. At some point, I guess. I guess they'll they'll, they'll make work. She's just letting y'all know that they're not gonna. She ain't going to stand for it. For the most part, she ain't going to stand for all this nonsense. Did did uh did Joe Button podcast air that she was on? I think yet? it's coming on Friday or something like that. Okay. Um it, it's just wild. I'm glad that she he was she was he was denying some of the stuff that she told him like yeah, she was like she brought up the tapes. Yeah, she brought out the tapes. She's like aren't you saying this and that? And that's what Joe Button does all the time anyway. He always hit the I don't, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. I don't think I said that. Yeah, that's true. And nobody usually have the audio for his ass yeah. queued up. Queued up. She has ready for his ass. She like, like, do you got a twin? <laughs> that's what she like. <laughs> she had that boy right. And you already know when he goes on the Joe Buddy podcast, Rory and the boy's gonna straight roast his ass. <laughs> the team gonna roast him for that for that playoff. Um, it, it's just wild because. She, then she brought up Envy and um, the mother guys blackballing her, trying to blackball her. It it is kind of they like I said they do play with her different ways. And like if she threatens one DJ, she gonna whoop his ass. Envy decide he's not gonna play her off the strength of the DJ as if there's some kind of DJ coalition or union or some shit like that. The shit is it, it is kind of backwards. When the one thing you have to do, one thing they ask you to do at the radio. Is play her records whether you don't like her or not. You could still play her music. You can't just having your own personal politics involved in that. Nah, not if you get the, not if you get to make that decision. Yeah, but she didn't threaten you at all. She has an issue with somebody, and she's saying, "I'm gonna see you." And now, how how is she supposed to know how far your thing extends out? I think out the to? thing with him was that the reason she threatened self was for either not playing her music or some crap like that. And now you're was self dating Cardi at the time, wasn't it something like that? I don't know what it was, but yeah. it was something about him and the music and him not playing it or him Yeah. So now you're you're an artist and you're dictating what DJs play. Well, and I mean if you're, you're blatantly if but you're, you're blatantly the DJ if you don't play your shit, then yeah, there's gonna be that's part of hip hop though. Uh-huh. Niggas D niggas starting DJ, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't. I don't see Envy not playing Mano records. How they, did Mano get on? They threatened soft people though. How they threatened the people they can get that get away with it. And she could she could get away with itself. Apparently, she didn't threaten Envy. Why is Envy 
blackballing now. Uh, that know. shit is wild. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> DJ Code, man. That's it. <laughs> it's it's out here. She's man, she does maneuver a little bit different, and they do try to paint her like she's some kind of one way. Deal. I give her props, man. You know what I'm saying I'm Queen Nikki at times. You know what I'm saying I'm not not Queen Nikki. I'm Team Nikki at times. You, if you want to be a raps. queen, bro, you could be a queen, bro. No, I got, yeah, in this day and age, right? Anything you want to be. I mean, I'm too Nikki out here. So I'm cool with the. Um, that's all I mean, because she still raps out here. And I like the fact that she's always mentioned it. And they put her in. I haven't heard the track with her and making the, the, the stallion on together yet. I think I I heard some of it. I didn't hear it all. Because Megan can still rap out here. Um, that's the thing with hip hop. I know people really, I, I was thinking Megan was about to get her and Cardi out of here. Cause that's how hip hop works. There's usually one woman at a time and Cardi was flaming hot. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I love and Cardi wait till the next young little young thing. Every year, another graduate happens and the next young thing come out here. Now you got Megan out here who's young, ain't had no work done yet. No work even need to be that's done. What, according that's to what, her. That's what. Well, not only according to her, but they've seen like seeing her photos. She's too, she didn't have like a super long coming up. She's been a college student, you know what I'm saying? So oh. you have the history. Like I, I'll show you. There's college bitches yeah, that are that's true. fucking amazing out here with that surgery. Well, according to her, but we already know what's going to happen by next year. There's going to be another hot young thing that's another tenderoni that's looking the piece. So it's a hard thing to keep up. So it's good that some of them are forming little cliques as they come in already. Now you have the 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 Megan and, and Nikki, and then you have the Cardi. Who did Cardi team with? Cardi team with... One of these little young things, so I'm not sure. So it's just trying to show each other love, but y'all try to get um and now it's gonna really become strippers fighting. How? Because only one that's a stripper. You know strippers so beef, right? Yeah, strippers that's true. be beefing and they have clicked. Yeah, Cardi's the only one that's a real stripper. Now, nah, but the music is all stripping music according to J D. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when they start fighting, it's gonna look new like genre oh, strap according to Jay Z, yeah. New, new uh strippers fighting again. Well, that's what they do. I just seen a video just this past week of strippers fighting in the strip club. It's always naked. In that locker room, they get busy. Yeah. And it made me think of the time when we said, when I tell you that, I was like, ain't no way Cardi's going to be able to beat Nikki. But you remember how you brought up, you're like, bro, she was a stripper, bro. They know she know how to throw hands. Like, you might be right. Yeah, I'm right, right. She ain't afraid to put them paws on any of girls. Strippers are wild. Yeah, them strippers if, get busy. Yeah, bro. <laughs> At least in the black clubs, they get down, man. They, they fight. The shit that strippers have to endure. <laughs> Fighting a regular uh, woman is nothing. Exactly. Cakewalk. It's a cakewalk. Yeah, you want to fight a regular. Instead of if you, they used to fighting people that's able to carry their own body weight in one arm exactly. upside down. Those are the type. Those are the type of opponents they're going against. Regular people. That's a yeah. It's a, it's a breeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so either way, it's um. I, I want to see how this all plans out. I know Breakfast Club did a whole thing this morning about who loves Cardi. I mean, who loves Nicki more. We're trying to play that angle. I like how the Breakfast Club tries to play as if they're, like, they're unbiased at times, even though Atlantic had the little, you know, has the pull over there as play the artist. But they did try to act like they weren't trying to position as if this was the new, like Cardi was the new thing out here. Yeah, but she was the new thing. Well, she was the new thing. But anytime when those people like putting asterisks, well, she ate us and right. They were quick to, well, it doesn't matter. That's yeah, even matter. Like, come on, y'all can't be changing the rules for one and not the other. Because it can't be an issue of Drake me, having writers. For me. And then y'all don't have an issue of Cardi having writers. For me, Cardi probably could never be considered one of the great, uh, great 
female rappers mm-hmm. due to this ghostwriting shit. Yeah, and it's well, I not. Mean, she, I mean, yeah, it's not like it's not because of she's not super lyrical anyway. She makes good music though. I'm giving her props for what it is. She makes dope music. But in the top ten list, you, she's not she's in the not top. A, not she's not nowhere 10. near top no, ten. No. But she makes some of the best music. She makes better music than some guys. So I give her props on that aspect. On just that alone. But it, it, when it comes to, um, yeah, when it comes to lyrics, like when they did the top 50 list last week and people complain, how come there's no girls on here? I was like, y'all calm down. You know, there's a few that's going to make it. There's probably good reason to know that. And they, I guess, I don't know if they made a list. Chauvinist and Nate coming out. It's not Chauvinist. I'm talking about lyrics. Because the reason they can't be the top 50 girls on the list because a lot of the women that we are in the greatest also had ghostwriters. Yeah. See? that's Well, what, some of them. Not, a lot not of many them. Many of them. A lot of them did. You talking a lot about, of the greats did. There's the little Kims. Yeah, and that's one of the greatest. You know what? If you could say little Kim, bro, that's one of the fucking greatest. The oh, little, you have the MC Lights, the Queen Latifahs. But are those as lyrically good as those say were, a they, handwritten one for those a little Those were Kim? the lyrical ones. Okay, those Kim were the was ones lyrical. that wasn't ha- didn't have to sell sell pussy on the track. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, so they had to get it. From I mean, bars. To me, lyrically, the best one that's been saying that, that's why sometimes, yeah, with women, it's always seemed like the most lyric ones don't really get all shine. I've always like, um, I already told you my favorite one of all time, probably best lyricist is um, Lauren Hill. Not, Lauren Hill was fire. Lauren Hill's fire. Lauren Hill's like definitely top one, two, three, but I thought the best lyric one that actually got bars was Jackie O. She was she selling no pussy shine. too. But she was, but motherfucker rapped. She was talking about dope boy shit. And she was fire and never got a shine. After her was Shauna. And uh, I'm saying, and Shauna, you know, she was a yeah, DTP that's, that's spitting. the down south list you're talking about. Shauna's right? Chicago. That's not really the down south. Man, she was with DTP. Yeah, but she was also so Chicago So the whole production artist. was a southern maybe, production. Maybe, but I'm just saying, but I liked, um, it just depends, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, now you got Rhapsodies, you got different folks. I'm so I was I never thought um um Trina was the best lyrically. I was knew I'm saying because anytime I heard it without her writers, I felt like I'd catch it. I'm like, yeah, I know she wrote that one. Yeah, I didn't lie about that one. I know you wrote that one. That shit didn't it didn't it was Listen, the ones that have ghost writers, when they write their shit, the shit be trash, bro. Exactly. It'd be all right at best. Yeah, like a guy right. can't fly with trash. that. It'd be regular, exactly. So that's how that's it'd how be it like, it's be simple. Exactly. Simple Real shit. simple. Oh yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Like no wonder you need you needed that ghostwriter. This shit ain't this shit ain't popping without the ghostwriter. There, Eve was a fucking beast. Exactly. She she I don't recall Eve having ghostwriters. No no I don't recall she did. Eve was a, Eve was a beast. So and Eve, Eve was bars mm-hmm. lyrical. Yep. So, and wasn't selling uh, ass on the track. But she did come from the strip club though. So what? But she wasn't selling oh, ass was, on the man, track. That's true. <laughs> so, you know, I guess it just all depends. It, it, it all depends. Um, What else we have in hip-hop? Um, Speaking of Cardi B, um, Cardi B and the City Girls are being sued for not, for illegally sampling Chopper Style song. Chopper Styles, Chopper Chop. What song is that? Because Cardi B's on a City Girl record, right? That's not. It's yeah. The, it's I thought that was the one with Juvenile and uh, no, e. that wasn't Juvenile. That was Chopper Chopper Styles from New Orleans. That's why I, I know was who New Chopper Orleans. Style is. That was I'm his talking song. about. Um, I'm talking about the that track. No doubt. 
the track that Cardi B and, and City Girls got together. What track is it? Um, it's the one they did the video for, right? Yeah. Um, what was the one name? Hit Twerk. Twerk. Okay. Yeah. She got a. If you got this person, she got a big old ass. And she twerk. It's worse. Not only did they sample to me, they sampled him. They didn't clear it. They did not clear it, bro. This shit is fucking and wild. They, and they had the whole video and all that for it, and they didn't clear that shit. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking now he's suing, or maybe the person that owns the right is suing because there's no way I sample a guy and don't get him on that bitch. At least to do the feature, get the blessing. That what it is, it must be someone that owns, or maybe Chopper suing just to bring heat now, and he don't own it. Remember how Luke was complaining how um how um, um French Montana used them on that um uh-huh. don't stop yeah, yeah. he like oh he could have came and got my blessings. Why would he need to get your blessings? Your voice is no, on there. It, yeah. It's because he don't fucking own it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? We went around you. And we so we paid. That's the, what happens when you friend, don't own your mask. Friend said, "Look, I paid who I was supposed to pay. I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm so you want me to cut you a check too? Yeah, niggas wild. You could you see you wild. You want to come here and, and and be on the video? I got you. You know what I'm saying? But, but don't come out here and act like I'm disrespecting you. I just paid for a sample. Yeah. This beat came with a sample, and this is the positive beat. I paid whoever I need to pay. That's <laughs> that's that's how you get exposed from not not owning it, not having your business in order when you started." Well, you know what's worse is that they didn't have this business order because you know Luke was one of the first, if not the first person out the South. Luke had his own label and all that. I know Luke. So I think I think he sold a lot of them shits off. Either that or he never owned it to begin with. I don't know. Maybe that wasn't part of the deal. Maybe he was a label, but his own label was under it was probably like under a universe or one of those big uh, distribution things that, that owned all the rights to it. Maybe because remember other members of the group started complaining because all those all those stuff that we was hearing six numbers those are all in the Luke. I know he was doing getting paid. He was like the master of the group and so he was one of the early ones. But they probably cut him a check early like they do. Hey, I'll pay you this. And he probably think I ain't never gonna need this. What is this shit gonna do? And I ain't know this shit is it's fucking crazy. Nah, it's a classic. No, this shit's a classic. Get sampled and you probably ain't even getting a check for it. This <laughs> shit is fucking. It's like okay, so. That's the whole thing. Like, why would I pay twice? Yeah, that's right. I can't pay twice. I can't pay twice. That's that's going against the grain. It don't make any sense. It's like, bro, I can have even you come if on I this pay, video. Even if I, um, even if I go directly to you and I pay you, and then I release it, I'm mm-hmm. getting sued by the motherfucker that own it. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, um. It's like when Drake, um, he Drake has done it like at least twice, where he sampled like old juvenile on the stuff. And you have juvenile, so juvenile say, "I love it, man. It gives me a nice new buzz out here for the young kids out here. They get to me. I guess he has all my blessings." I don't even know if Juvenile had a right to even say yeah. that, but like you had a fucking choice to begin with. And Juvie's my favorite rapper. But even if he had a, I could. That's the yeah, only baby, way you could baby, take it. Baby cleared that. Baby cleared that shit. Regardless, ain't, got no, ain't no. You ain't got no choice. But you ain't got no it's choice. The, but it's the, the person asking him. You know, Juvenile ain't got no damn choice. But you have no choice but to embrace it because you can go out and then do a couple of shows with the samples with it. Jump so on there's stage no way, exactly. There's no reason. There's no reason not to embrace it. Do a, do a good six minute set. Yeah, being bitter at the artist for what? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It don't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? So I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying I was like, hey, you have, you have you have no. I like the juvenile way. You have no choice but to be cool with it. It's bringing you to a new audience. Don't be mad about nothing. But they were wilding. I'm I'm thinking that's the only way. Because if Chopper owns his actual shit, <laughs> oh, he played it smart. Because that's what you got to do. When a person samples your shit, you fall back and let him work the record. Let what, it ride. 
what what group was Chopper with? Chopper was No Limit. <laughs> that was that, crazy. Did he come out on No Limit? Yeah, that yeah. was No Limit. Chopper style. That was like No Limit's last resurgence, bro. This shit was fucking crazy. So you got a fallback. So P, P suing. I don't know. That's I'm pretty sure Master P on that shit. I, I don't know how that worked. Because I thought he was No Limit. And then after that, he ended up... After that, Chopper went to um, he went to Body Headbangers. Remember with, with um, with Roy Jones. Roy Jones. And they had a fucking little quick run. They yeah, they had a they had the fucking. I, I yeah. don't know what happened to them. They they was driving some good music. Uh, Roy Jones was getting real money. That's what the issue was. That's what happened. He had no uh, nah. That what happened was he started getting his ass whooped in the ring. So he had to go back to work. So he, he had, had time to chill. To, yeah, he ain't got time to be making out music of the of street shit. So um. I'm trying to see if I can find out. And that's what happens. A lot of these old artists that we grew up with, you won't even find their music on the streaming services or anything because they didn't, like back in the days, these guys were really taking beats and either not paying for it and not getting the clearance. Like you can barely find half of old No Limit shit you can't find online. Early cash money shit, he definitely, you won't find online. I wonder if that's a choice by... It's not a, well, it's not only a choice because I heard Baby was saying one on one interview he said it was like part of a chapter in his book. He couldn't take it with him because those songs were, they didn't own some of them at samples. They didn't clear back in the days. And as they blew up, now the people are asking for too much. So he just said, fuck it. They're just going to have to stay. That's why we probably won't get stay like a soldier on. rag. They just got to get wherever you could get them at. Then he can't, he's not, the people can't release it with their rights on there and they're not willing to give it. So whoever got it, got it. Yeah. And it goes against the code if I already paid for the beat back then. Like you said, ain't nobody paying twice. That's how it goes. Yeah. So we just get stuck with, because we remember if you grew up, there's like all sorts of unreleased cash money, 3-6 Mafia tracks, all sorts of, all this dope ass underground stuff that we want to, when this shit ever go online and it never does. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the business ain't right. But I, I hope that one day the, the, the courts, which I doubt it will because, you know, black music's, Music is a black sport, basically, for the most, for the, I mean, as far as entertainment. And anytime it's a thing that's like ruled by blacks, it's like legally you're able to oppress and do them dirty. Because I, I would hope one day a judge would be able to go back and, you know, null and void all these old contracts. Because you got old people that signed contracts before there was any such thing as CDs, before there was any such things as streaming. And whatever they got back then is just what they got back then. Now, even though their whole catalog's online right now, they, they get shit. nothing. Um, yeah. They get nothing. You would think these companies would do the honorable thing. Yeah, ain't no and, fucking... Yeah, there's send, no honor. Send them a 5% or something. It's a nothing, bro. The labels are folks fucking dirty. There's that one label. Was it Earth, Wind, and Fire or De La Soul? I think Earth, Wind, and Fire. They're just telling people just recently, don't stream our music because they're not getting paid from it right now. They're trying to go to court. You know what I'm saying? And and this shit is fucking a dirty business, bro. Yeah, bro. That's why that's why Prince didn't even do records with people that didn't own their masters. Mm-hmm. Yep. The shit is a, a dirty, dirty business. And um the thing is people don't realize that a lot of the industry used to be ran by the fucking mob. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? No, that's my phone. 
I'm saying so it wasn't like people would be thinking that these black guys gave their shit away and you probably thinking these niggas half thugs they're gonna come back and get their shit these Jewish guys was thugs too man you know what I'm saying to begin with these motherfuckers have, have muscle too it's the same way and I think right, Ross bro. said it on the record don't think these I think he said don't think these, these niggas ain't got no cutthroats on their team something like that I think Ross said that's why Ross forever the lyrics just mentioned it I swear in the album before last and you already know these black guys are scared of white guys in suits it's not even white guys because it's not just regular. Because when there's regular white guys that you can strong arm, you was able to. That's why. That's how Shook Knight got about got by. But some of these Jews out back there running shit. These, these Jews these, is an offensive word. Some of the Jewish guys that are running shit. Not they even Jewish know. guys. Some of the white guys that are in the industry in general back in the days, they had power behind them. It wasn't like they were just suits, suits and ties. They played a dirty game. They were dirty dudes. You know what I'm saying? They can say, hey, if we could get them for all this, take them for all of it. You gonna come back and not pay? Tell him ain't nothing you could do about it. Beat it. See us in court because physically can't do nothing. We good. Mm. So yeah, so some of these guys did just get strong armed, man. The old fashioned way. Got they shit. When Suge Knight was going out here, the ones that he could just catch you in, the, in your law office, come with the goons on deck, and you signing shit over. Like Vanilla Ice. Like Vanilla Ice. Can you imagine a motherfucker just come up to you and press you and make you sign away your big record? That shit is crazy. Straight cutthroat. <laughs> and no one willing to back you up and going back and getting the record. So so even when that happened, I think with with um with Easy E. Remember they tried to they did that the same shit with Easy E where I um, thought they were successful. No, what happened is remember Easy E used to be with Dre used to be at Easy E's camp. Mm-hmm. And when Dre would try to leave, Easy wouldn't let him leave. So Suge Knight went and got it back from him. Oh yeah, that's how they formed okay, that fro. Yeah, and movie. they said they either beat Easy E into it or they forced him. And Easy E just put like a fake signature on the paper, and so they could get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. But even Easy E, the Easy folded in the moment. Easy wasn't about to fold out there. But they made some kind of deal to where he got paid even after each time Dre was dropping stuff, he was still getting paid. So it wasn't just no clean break. Everyone else that um, Suge was going through, it was just, I'm taking all your shit and you getting no royalties. Mm. Like you did the Vanilla Ice. You make one hit record, you nigga just coming strong on your shit and that's it. So I look at my dog, Suge. Yeah, that's why no one feels bad for Suge. Suge was fucking running Hollywood insane. You know what I'm saying? You treating niggas like that's one way, but you're treating white execs like that. <laughs> They're like, ain't nobody in this corner now, Equal opportunities. Equal opportunities, yeah. Sugar's was strong-arming everybody. So if people are like, when he got his, people are like, hey, man, what do you want to get him the fuck up out of here, man? <laughs> I think it was a, a problem. So I guess he's seen, a, uh, he's seen a green light, and he took it, man. He's like, man, all these motherfuckers faking to be thugs, this, that, and third. And the thing was, they said even Sugar wasn't a thug. Sugar used to be... A football player and a bodyguard, but he went back and got all the thugs in the in the yeah, hood, yeah. put them on payroll, and these are real thugs. You know what I'm saying? And people are gonna act accordingly. But shit, but I'm hoping that one day that a judge would, you know, yeah, refix some of these contracts up, bro. At least tell these companies to give them a little something, a little annual thing. That shit don't make any sense. Yeah, just give them some money. I saw Rifkin, Steve Rifkin, talking about like let's say like on Spotify. At the beginning of the year, every year, Spotify pays $500 million to the record labels, to the top three, mm-hmm. for just a license. For just the streaming rights? For the streaming rights, of which the artists get nothing. That's just the companies that own the music just get that as a licensing fee. But the artists get none of that street and get none, none of that, that additional money. But none of that five hundred, they get paid they for get the, the streams. streams but they they don't get, get paid in yeah. the streams, but the labels still eat all that. But the fact that you're selling something of theirs, 
a license. You're not giving them no cut in that. Hey. It's a free five hundred million. But who else does that? Apple Apple has to I guess Apple have to do that. Every streaming service would have to do that. Well, it's not they have to do it. So what happened is there's like a rule where all I have to do is no, like they almost treat music like it's a public domain. I just gotta notify you that I'm gonna stream your stuff. And then after that, I'm gold. As long as I show that I notified you, I'm good to do it. So long as I pay you per stream, but I can stop you and say, "Hey, nah, you can't stream it." And now let's broker a deal. That's why people that have a lot of people under their belt, they'll stop Apple. Hey, you've been you've been streaming like at least let's say we have a hundred artists on our thing, and you didn't get the permission for us. Well, now let's broker some kind of licensing deal. But that but the average individual shit could pop up on Apple any day now. They could yeah. just say, hey, we tried notifying you. Here's our proof that we did. And that's it. And the average individual be like, um, he be like, oh, no, I told you. Oh, no, you can't do it. They're like, all right, no problem. You're just one person. We'll get the fuck out of here. Cause, but the thing is, what would Apple be without the big three star record labels catalog? Yeah, because we'll they, they can stop it. Exactly. So they need them to come along, and they'll cut them that check. But us regular folks, if they felt like, they're like oh, that's dope. That'll be on Apple tomorrow, and you could do about it, but take it off. And they don't mind. They're like, oh, you want to take it off? We'll take it off. But we're not cutting you a check in advance. We're not doing none of that shit for you small guys. But it's crazy that they'd make that right out the gate. It's even more crazy because it's not like it's an individual that owns the label. It's a fucking corporation that runs like this now. This is the shit that's traded in Wall Street. That's shit that make the. That's the part that don't make any sense to me. This is if this was like an old individual like Shook's family store runs it. I can see it running. It's the fact that these are publicly traded companies that that act in this manner. Um, what else we have? I think that's all we have for hip hop. I'm sure we missed some shit. Um, oh, Trump shit. Yeah, let's get into politics. That's there's, much, there's some Trump shit this week. Yeah, Trump just issued um, a new rule out here. Um, you know, Republicans play for keeps. That's why you got to give them props, man. Trump says basically that they can turn down your citizenship request if you're here on a green card and they oh, say okay, you're yeah. using government benefits, you know, food stamp, housing, whatever thing. They can now use that as a way to um, deny you citizenship. Yeah, that shit is... That shit is, like, I guess, that shit is but, cold-blooded to the next level. But do you think um, if you're not a U.S. citizen, you shouldn't be able to get benefits from this country? Because this is this is all money that's coming from taxes and different shit. No, because these are legal people here that's working on a green card, so they pay into the food stamp system too. You see? Yeah, I guess. That's why you're here on a green card, and now you're applying for citizenship. You tell them, oh, no, sorry, because you got a U.S. name. Why are you able to get it? Because you're a worker. You paid into it. This so you, now just, you're paying this, to something that you don't even get a chance to get into. This is just going to be, a, this is probably a ploy to uh, get less people to use uh, no, use public uh, assistance. I, th- I think the public assistance thing has been a little bit down anyways because they made it a little bit harder now. I think it's already down. Serious motherfuckers, right, who didn't vote, but you know. But it's, it's it's mostly U.S. citizens that's using this uh, public stuff anyway. It's mostly white U.S. citizens on top yeah, of that. that's what I'm saying. So, but as you know, every time they... Here's the thing that the people are good at. They're good at casting a net that only is going to affect the worst people. He didn't make the rule where it's going to affect white people. He yeah, because they're made already it, citizens. They're already citizens. It's the ones that basically see how they do it. It's kind of like how they always do it. They're like when they'll start... In the states that'll start tackling having crazy um, food stamp requirements, like you need a drug test, those states are predominantly of people of color. 
while the ones that have the laxest, easiest way to um, food stamps and all that are predominantly white. Vermont's. Yeah, shit like that. So the, the, anywhere that's like full white, the easy access to government benefits, and they have huge amounts of recipients that use it. Mm-hmm. They only have a problem when people of color get into the benefits. Yeah. And it's constant reminder of that. And this is how, that's the, that's the fuck shit that goes into it. And it's like we all pay into this shit. But then there's always the stigma of the person that's abusing and using it. It's always the people of color. But whenever there's a sting, when they catch a bunch of people, what people do you see? It's a string of white people on the fucking cover. You know what well, they don't make the cover. They put them at the back of the magazine. Well, you know how it goes. The shit is, it's insane. When they do Medicare fraud and there's a big group, Rick Scott, you know what I'm saying? Who's the ones getting the billions from the shit? It goes like that. But it's always the stigma that's set. And, um... It just goes to so people thought that the the demographic switch in the U.S. this shit ain't gonna go down. It ain't gonna be a breeze. You know, yeah, that shit. whole two for now. That whole twenty forty twenty forty is gonna be majority. Yeah. Nah, nah, these white folks ain't he's, playing. He's, yeah, they playing. Trump is not going for it. And you know he's only the one doing it blatantly because one first thing he did is like we allow one million people a year and legally get green cards. He cut that down in half to five hundred. So that's already chopping it down. And then he wanted to add the merit thing where he wanted people to, um, um, he wanted, he wanted, do you have like a, a, a degree or some kind of skill set? Mm-hmm. You'd be able to jump the line first. You know what I'm saying? And then now. That's so he could get more people from those Norways and. Exactly. Cause the poor people that's coming. Here. But the thing is the people from the Norways and the other Western world, they're not coming here to be citizenship because yeah, there is no dual citizenship. They're not trying to leave healthcare and shit. They're healthcare, coming here to live and, and they're, they're coming not. here to vacation and they out like ain't with this shit. That's the thing. They We're just, not they, appealing to the other world anymore. Those, those people just want a visa visa. That's they it. Don't, they don't want permanent residency. Exactly. They don't, they're, they're just, they see us as we are. This is where you go and get the bag. And then after you go back to your spot. Right. With the bag. With the bag good. and shit like that. And that's that's just how it goes. You're not going to lure. And no matter what, you're, all you're doing is slowing down the demographic switch. You're not going to be able to cut it off because we're still the number one prospect for the poorest in the world to come and, and level up. Because you, y'all need workers. You need the poorest. And they come here. They get, they're poor and they, they move up in ranking. And it's to our benefit, too, because we do that. We also get the best and brightest of all the rest of the world. Yeah, what would America be without Taco Tuesday? Well, I mean, even more than that, what would America be without all the brain drain that it's doing from the rest of the world? When you have some of the most smartest people in science and all that stuff, engineering, they all come with an accent. They're all from other yeah, countries. they all come from India. India, poor area. It's because they're fleeing their poor areas, and we're doing a brain drain. And we're doing a, those other countries are having a disservice because we're taking their best and brightest. Insane. But their breasts and brothers usually want to stay here. Of course. We don't turn them American. But if you're making it harder for them to get in, their best and brothers ain't coming from the Western world. They're probably just staying put where they at and being rich. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing is. That desperateness is, is happening. It's, it's, it's insane, man. So it's very cruel because it's also, it works two ways. By him doing it that way, when you make it where you can't be a citizen if you file for these benefits, if you're a dirt poor and you needed the benefits help, that means you're just going to forego getting a citizenship, less likely to vote. So yeah, it works in so their favor. you're just going to just be a resident and 
You good? What are, what you really need to be a citizen? Oh, you for? need a, you to know vote. The, you know the bullshit that goes on not being a citizen to vote. The, the long scare. You, it's not even a vote. The the issue of any time you get pulled over, you get arrested. But, any I'm saying all this shit, the motherfuckers deport you. Yeah, as long as you stay out of trouble, you don't need to be a citizen. If bro. you're a person of color, all, all, trouble could find you in a heartbeat. But and the, you ain't do you don't you ain't afforded due process when you're not a citizen. But if you're not a natural citizen, all all the citizenship does is. Make it a longer process to deport you. And that's what you need sometimes. There's a guy right now, I just seen a video that he's dead now, sadly. This guy was off in Israel. You know what I'm saying? His parents brought him in the U.S. when he was like three months old. Mm-hmm. I guess they're never citizens. They're illegals over this. And when he was telling the cop, the cop arrested him. He was like, no, please don't send me back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you're going to explain it to the judge. You're going to explain it to the judge. And they expedited shit. No judge. This guy went to Israel like 40-some years old, never been this eight month old. He's over there rummaging the streets. Uh, not Israel, but Syria. Don't mm-hmm. speak the language because he only speaks English. Mm-hmm. He needs diabetic, have an in, needs insulin, can't no one understand him. He ends up dying in the streets of Syria. Right. They sent his ass right back. This is the shit you got to worry about. Some of these people have been here. That's what they call them. The, the, I'm saying... Some of these people have been here long enough. You could say that they're Americans. Ain't no. It's the what about the the kids that are not born here, but they're like brought here when they're like. That's what he was. That's what their parents don't tell them that. Yeah, then there's that too. The dreamer kids, their parents didn't tell them that shit is fucked up because when they get hit with ice, they think they're American citizens, but yep, the parents can't come up with no birth certificates or nothing. Yep, the shit is wild. Didn't you see like they did a massive raid just last week? In Mississippi. In Mississippi. And you had all those kids that got out of school that they, these people only think of things halfway. I'm going to go sweep up all these parents. I'm not even going to think to go to the neighboring schools so these kids get home. These kids literally just got out of school knowing to pick them up. When the hell does school start in Mississippi? School just started this week over here. Over here. Yeah, I guess different times for different folks. It started this week, but there's some people that started a week earlier. I'm saying, you know, Orlando, oh, we got one that's probably don't start till next week. Because even in Orlando, we have like three different school zones. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. Like that. So, um, yeah, it's odd, bro. You see all these kids getting out of school and no one there to pick them up, bro. This shit is uh, fucking, this, this that shit is, is tragic. This shit is tragic, but it makes a hell of a, uh, a, a comedy sketch. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can find the comedy. Yeah, find the funny. <laughs> But the little girl that they had on the news crying about uh, what's the name, uh, you could tell she was coaching a little bit. You think so? Yeah. Because she went into, uh, I don't know what I'm going to eat tomorrow. Kids don't be thinking about stuff like that when their parents is gone. She might be. She's doing too much thinking. Oh, I don't don't know what what am I going to wear to school. And you need to be worrying about where the hell you're going, not where <laughs> what you're gonna be wearing to school. So you can tell she was kind of coached a little bit. In my opinion, I thought she was coached a little bit. Oh no, the shit was just sad though. I know that much. I'm not saying the tears were fake or nothing, but she was probably coached on what to say. So who knows? Um, I don't have anything else on politics, man. Um, oh, other than you see that one with Chris Cuomo from CNN going off. I haven't seen nothing from CNN this week. Yeah, the dude, <laughs> the dude from CNN. Um, basically, Chris Cuomo, 
There was a video of him, like he's at a, um, he's at a, like a, a, I don't know if you want to plug this in. He was basically out with his daughter, and someone called him, um, someone called him Fredo, you know, from like um, Godfather, and he starts going off and do basically telling him dude he's gonna whoop his ass, you know what I'm saying? Because he's Italian, it's like a, like that's like the, the N-word equivalent of black. You just call him Fredo, kind of say Really, a, I never knew there was the. I didn't even know there was, but. Either way, other way, the Italian came out of him. That motherfucker was about to go off on buddy, but he was falling back. I like so don't you say don't fall for this anchor act that these guys talk <laughs> proper. This dude was straight about though. You know saying you think this is some yeah, you think this is some Staten Island Italian? I was about to whip the shit out of this dude. Like, bro, you didn't think about that dude had to fold up out here. <laughs> And then you see Trump retweeting, oh, I, he's not the owner. I really thought you were afraid of failing news station. Bad, real bad, like. The thing is, I like the way you seen that video. I know Trump knows he's good. He's got secret service because you. The way seeing that video, you know you were the size of this guy here. <laughs> Put the paws on your ass. The shit is fucking funny. But um, even other news people that aren't even cool with CNN, like like um, Sean Hannity says, you know, he says good for Chris Cuomo. He, <laughs> he's out with his nine year old daughter, and this guy's already talking trying to be a jackass from his family. He has no reason to apologize. There's other people that feel the same way. You say other news anchors are like, when we're out with our family, it don't matter if yeah. y'all see all the way, y'all gotta let that shit ride. You you know people. This is my job. Nigga. Yeah. Now I'm not at work. I can whoop that ass. Exactly. So some of them are telling because you know how uh, people would disrespect you if they know that you're at work. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. That's how it goes. So, so just when you know. see these people on TV, I guess you don't know that they're not at work all the time. Yep, and the thing is, they what's worse is they had to hold Chris back, like he was about to whoop the guy's ass for real. The dude was trying to like, well, why are you being so mean? He's like, nah, bro. He was like the same equivalent. If I call you punk bitch, is that your name? Do you like the name? He was straight checking the dude. The shit was like, <laughs> shit was wild. I like, hey man, you gotta learn how to talk to people with some respect on motherfuckers' name out here. Shit ain't sweet. Somebody got to make a get made an example out of. Yeah, for 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 people know not to try these celebrities or people you see on TV. <laughs> Maybe right. Some some of the shit's got one of these days. I'm wondering if one of these reporters on Girl Spine and slap fire Trump's ass for talking spicy to them and take that charge. But like, I'm gonna take this charge. I'm gonna take this charge. <laughs> April Ryan, in trouble that bag out. Wow, talk to me nice, nigga. That's it. Uh, the last thing we do have, I don't would have almost forgot about that. Your boy Jeff Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Bro, I, I haven't even really heard anything other than him being locked up for the trafficking. I mean, that's now, all you needed to know. We thought when he got locked up, we figured this dude was about to snitch a mile a minute. Who is Jeff? Who is he? He's a multimillionaire, some say billionaire, and no one really knows how he got his fucking money. But he's been all over the world. He's He, he makes it his business what to be around other people. Though? They call him a financier, so he'll handle your finances. And but no one knows how he handles finances because they're looking at his his thing. Like he's a guy that has no actual office. So you give me your taxes, and I do help you do your taxes. But at least you think that they have a, an office or some kind of ledger to showing that even. So what am I working out? My usually when you're handling millions, you're not doing that out of your own house. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was seeming like. The guy's thing is, it's crazy. There's all sorts of conspiracies. His plane was like the, the last few digits of his private plane for seen in other places like in Israel and other places like in Syria. So people feel like he might have been like a liaison to governments. You know, like when you can't do certain things because 
legally U.S. can't. Mm-hmm. They might have made him broker the deal and in return they're like, hey, I get this on the back end, which they let happen all the time. Liaisons, you know what I'm saying? And I don't even know if he had diplomatic immunity, which is what he should have been searching for because all he'd have to do is dip to another country and he's good. All right. But either way, he got caught with this is a guy that was flying little girls in. He has his own island. And that well, island. What's his island? I don't know where it's at. Um, but the island, the house in the island looks like the, one of the building, one of the Isra- Israeli government buildings. It's designed like the flag. It has a dome on top. But that little island, he had fly girls out there and saying this girl's 13, 14 years old, have his way with him. And it's not like it wasn't known. Then he got jammed up on the on the charges. So would he fly them back? Yeah. We'd fly them back and. I guess he wild. owns this old island. There's no, there's no, if there's no statutory, if there's no statutory on his island, there's no statutory on his island. But some of the shit he did it was in the states, so maybe what, on his island. So he what did territory it, yeah. was his island on, though? I'm not so sure. What, but he did shit in the states, though. Some of the some of the sexual assault happened in the U.S. So that's what they got him on. And mind you, he gets locked up back in I think in Palm Beach. And they give him some kind of sweetheart deal. Of course, fucking Palm Beach are times to do this shit. They give him some kind of sweetheart he deal. He always ends up back in Florida somehow. Exactly. Sweetheart deal of where he gets two years probation uh, or one year just since it's not like that. But the one year just since he's not going to jail all year. He's going to jail one day. He gets to work five days out the week and check in every weekend. Going at the weekend and does the one twenty four hours, the forty eight hours, and go back out on Monday through Friday. That's some, like some movie type shit. Remember that they used to do shit like that. If you got caught with like a speeding ticket, you get like a thirty day sentence, and all you do is you go and you check in at the gun club every week at the end of the week, and you do your two days and you check out. They did shit like that. They used to pass deals like that. Shit's but this crazy. is not so fucking raping kids. This is unheard of. Yeah, this and you say this raping <laughs> little white girls at that. You supposed to get buried. The worst thing was that deal that they brokered with him. They never told the victims about it. So what happened is they're going back around. The judge just now ruled that that deal was because they're investigating and all that. They, he was going, it's been years. All he had to do was go in every year and check in for the annual, um, you know, register sex offender thing. And he never even checked into his probation office in New York when he moved to New York in his $14 million mansion. But I guess after them people pressing him, they're like, hold on, this, this deal couldn't be legal because whenever you do a deal, the victims got to know and everything. You didn't, they didn't let the victims know of anything. So it was a private deal that was made under the table just for him. And now they're, I guess they're turning it back on us. I don't think he even had new cases or maybe opened the can of worms. But that's when they hit him up with the sex trafficking and everything else. They so how long he was in jail before he committed suicide? or? Uh, maybe like a week, two weeks. Really? Yeah. Jeff ain't been in there that long. I thought that nigga was in jail for a good Month, two months, three months. Yeah, I don't think it's even been three months, bro. Nah, you tripping, bro. It's been longer than a week, bro. It definitely hasn't been two months. I'll tell you that much, because this man, um, so this man, but it's crazy because, you know, this is a guy that, you know, the second it happens, um, you're hearing rumors talking about the, the Clinton kill list because he used to, you know, if Clinton's floated on his plane, Bill Clinton floated on his plane like a good 26 times. He has a ledger of people who, you know, he used to hang out with. But this is a guy that, you remember when Trump had the um allegations? Trump still have sexual assault allegations all over him, different people suing him. But one time, one of the people that was suing Trump, I think it was a 14-year-old girl right before his campaign came out. And her, and her thing was that she got raped by Trump at Jeff Epstein's apartment in New York. Yeah, I remember that. 
and then the lawsuit ended up going away, which we know how Trump makes lawsuits go away. But this is what this all has to unravel. It could have Clinton implications. It could have Trump implications. This is a guy that almost every high-powered people in the world he's hung out with. He made it his business to go meet people, and I don't know if this was he was doing this thing, sex trafficking, or maybe that's his way. Hey, man, if, if you got enough, this dude, every main big person you could think of that's of somebody, Jeff has been with. Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, um, Facebook founder, what's his name? Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Every fucking big wig out here, bro. So you think they all was fucking little kids? I don't know if they all were, but they shows us a lot of powerful people are like, hey, we got to get this it. guy to fuck up out of here. I can see I can see maybe that he has something on all of them. Maybe. Maybe he was playing that game, but now, now you can see so much people be like, hey, we got to get this guy to fuck up out of here. Yeah. Even if we didn't do nothing with him, just the look, the ramification. He has so much powerful people, and he was like, you like he might have met the person for like an hour or two at a party. They came to one of his parties. When you came to this party, you fucked up. Yeah. So, but the fact that he'd go tell his next client, "Oh yeah, this is a client of mine. I'm handling some assets." So you find out he was lying on other paperwork. He was playing a big Ponzi scheme, like lying to other people to get new clients. So this is my good guy, even though I only met the guy for three hours. But what happened at the party? Why is he able to say that? Nonetheless, this guy had it's, it's fucking it's wild, bro. But he had lots of powerful people that I was shook. That was shook, and who knows these escapades that he's doing. There's a Donald Trump um, interview where they're asking him about Jeff Epstein. This is before he was president, actually. You know, like, oh, Jeff's the guy that likes to enjoy his life and you know, like, enjoy the best of life. And does he like girls a little bit younger? Certainly, certainly he does. But you know, he just likes to enjoy his life. He didn't say like it was wild. He like so. This is even he knew. That's the worst thing because a lot of people are in positions where, well, did you not know? So it's the worst thing. So it's like a. You know, in hip hop, there's that deniable R. Kelly thing. Like, we ain't never seen no girls in cages. Right. But Jeff Epstein, it was like a known thing. I got a little island, my nigga. I got a little young bitches. You flying or what? Yeah, <laughs> same type shit. And this shit is wild, bro. This, this nigga en- ends up dead. And then, yeah, ends up fucking dead. After they said he was hurt for like a week later after attempted suicide, he should have been in a private room. I mean, shouldn't have been in a private room. And somehow he ends up in there and ends up dead. His roommate, where he was supposed to have, was an ex-cop who was locked up for murder and some kind of jubbering. So they could ain't nothing to tell that cop, hey, man, you knocked this off. We give your family a bag. He's already a corrupt cop. There's all sorts of conspiracy theories out here. But the thing is now people are wondering, is it Trump? Is it Hillary? I mean, is it Trump? Is it Clinton? As if this guy ain't got a other, bunch of other billionaires yeah, against yeah. the ropes that they got that, that, that can't allow this shit to go out. You know what I'm saying? They'll like it the most. I right, look, man, go ahead and just body him. They'll blame it on Trump or Hillary. We golden. We Gucci. Right? You know what I'm saying? When I seen he got with Bezos, not only be- Elon Musk, I like, bro, this nigga's wild. Like, bro, this nigga, you know what I'm saying? This guy, this guy was in contact with everyone, bro. Mm-hmm. We're talking about innovators. This is a bad state of America. We got to get him out of here for the, for the country's sake. Yeah, for the country. <laughs> so... Who knows? Yeah, so he dead, and you know nobody, no one, but nobody's seeing all tragic or how bad it is. It just got him up out of here. We'll see how that play out. Cause Trump's over here. What's worse is Trump over here retweeting shit on Twitter of conspiracies. Oh, the Clinton body count happens again. And he's retweeting that shit. Trump is but fucking Trump off is wild, the chain, bro. bro. The nigga's fucking wild. But it is a smart go to. If I did Merck the God on my behalf, I'm doing that. But it's like, why am I gonna make this even be? Why even make yourself that hot? Because wow, all you're doing is making yourself hot when you do yeah. these sweets and shit. Because they're, like, they're going to be like, oh, he's just trying to uh, steer it away from him. 
Yeah, but shit is fucking hot. And um, Bill Clinton here was just probably minding his business. And I have to be like, hey, bro, your boy done died, and they saying you done floating that plane 26 times. What you see, what you know. Hmm. <laughs> I know Hillary probably regrets fucking with Bill, man. For real. This nigga derailed her whole fucking career. She really. probably wouldn't have got she to where she, she got. She wouldn't be where she had. She wasn't. Him. But the fact that she cannot shake this nigga, she should have divorced him right after that. Because every fucking thing comes back. Ain't no divorcing a sitting president. I'm talking about after to get out of office because she cannot shake him. She goes become a senator. I don't think you're allowed to divorce a, a, <laughs> a ex-president, bro. I don't know what it is, but she cannot shake this nigga. Every bad thing he does, it falls on her. Literally every fucking thing he does, it falls on her, Because you bro. know after, um, after you leave office, you still have secret service for the rest of your life. Yeah. So she, she has, she's going to have to have secret service for the rest of her life. Yeah, but they're richer now more than ever. They can afford it. I don't think. I think they stopped that rule. I think it's only up to like eight years or so after you're done. I don't know about um, that. Either either Obama put that rule in place or um, or Clinton did. They said no longer for life because it was too long. But them motherfuckers knew they got a bag in it. They're richer now more than ever. Anyways, ain't nothing for them to get their own security detail, which they do. They got security detail. Those presidents had it for life, but the shit is wild, bro. I guess we could do sports. Did you seen uh, the hold me back moment in the WNBA? For who? With Brittany Griner and something. I think the chick was a rookie. Bro, you gotta watch that shit, bro. Was it like a fake hold me back or a real? Bro, the 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 one that started it fucking ran, bro. <laughs> I I don't mean little run, bro. Like all you gotta do is Google WNBA fight Brittany Griner. Shit was fucking hilarious, bro. The girl literally turned around and ran. She was about to get the business from that. Uh, it's WNBA season already right now. Yeah, it's WNBA right now. It's just sad, bro. The coverage they get. You know what's the name? Passed them in viewership now. The big, big three. three. Yep. I would expect that. <laughs> All they have to do is WNBA is failing. It's failing WNBA. Is they gotta start just maybe start hiring girls into the thing. So what? The big three. Do they sub, do they substitute out in the big three? Is it like a six man? Di- bench yeah, you, you have. Ha- I think it's five players. So make have every team have one or two girls. Nah, man. Then you can't file like you want to file. You can file. You just swap it out. Your rotation. I'm not even saying that every time you need an all girl on your each team, or maybe you make it. There's four gonna have to be a real where there has to be. A, there's gonna have to be a woman on the court at all times if you co edit. Okay, then that's fine. So the girls either will have to guard each other. Yeah, but we w- see it in street ball all the time when the girls be on the team. One one team might have a girl, and then the girl be just draining buckets. Yeah, that's because niggas can't foul her. She don't be on the. She don't drive in. Niggas can't foul. put pressure unless nigga go out on the outside and foul her. But they don't. She just be. They be draining buckets. You never seen a nigga foul on the three <laughs> point shot. <laughs> Nothing too crazy. You can't though. do that. You can't, you can't do that when you're playing against. Playing against the women, yeah, I don't know. They gotta think of something because that that shit is not working. For a new league to come up off of independent money, when you got a whole NBA, because the NBA and NBA are almost like one. I feel the I don't WNBA, know if they bought them out. The WNBA is just a it's a part of the NBA. Yeah, it did. I don't know if it started that way, but it it definitely it's a subsidiary now. 
Yeah. And they got all the contracts, all the advertising, all the back end money, even though they're not getting the thing. And it's just this it's crazy. They, they get paid like ten times more overseas than they get paid mm-hmm. at their yep. at the at the job that they grew up to go to. Like they they grew up trying to get to the WNBA. Yeah. And to get to the WNBA, you don't you have to go overseas to make a living. Yep. Yep. And which what some of them do, they play here, then go play overseas. While overseas, the big billionaire oligarchs treat them almost like a, you know, like you have your own teams. That's how they, so they 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 take care of their girls over there. So they, they maybe the oligarchs can afford NBA teams, or maybe even if they could afford them, you know how there's a tight union. They're not just giving that shit to anybody. You know, like guys or NFL and shit like that. So they rather just have that's top that, that. So they pay all their. The girls very well over there. It, well, they make they make more money than the WNBA makes over there. Over there, so I'm talking about like the the viewership the, and all that people yeah. coming out to it. Okay, it's supported way more than the WNBA in America. <laughs> they Maybe they just together. need to lower the rim by two feet or have them girls playing on nine feet or something, so the game could be more. You need dunks in the basketball game. It's like watching watching a watching a middle school game where ain't no dunking. But even nowadays, these middle schoolers are are high flying, jumping out of the gym. Yep. Um. Yeah. It, 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 it's who knows. I don't know if there's any gonna be any traction with that. We'll see. You got anything else in sports? Uh. Nope. Then I think we might be done for the day. You got anything else? Any any recommendations? We spoke on Aunt Mario Lopez and everything last week. Yeah, we did all that. Yeah. I'm sure we might have missed a lot, but you know, it's been a busy week, man. This home buying process is not fun at all. I really do feel like this shit needs to be streamlined. Once but once you're done, you're done, bro. I guess. I guess. Well, I'm gonna be looking for some kind of before, so. Exactly. I'm gonna be looking for some kind of um Investment property in due time. Just waiting for this market to turn around a little bit. But um, you got any recommendations? Stuff you've been watching lately? Have I watched anything lately? I don't think so, man. Um, I know season two of Succession's about to drop. Season one is fire. You didn't watch that one. You watch that one, Juno? Of what? Succession. Nah, what is that on? Yeah, it's either HBO or Showtime's. I want to say, I think HBO. Most likely HBO Succession. Um, it's like a billionaire. He's supposed to retire. He's supposed to give the power over to one of his kids, and that's basically the the turmoil of basically how that how that's all going down. It's pretty dope. Nah, I didn't catch it. Um, that's it. That's all I could think of. A Succession. That was. A, oh, I watched that one show the other day. That's a good movie to watch with Viola Davis. I think it's called. The Widows. I haven't seen that either. It's a movie. Which oh, I want to go watch uh, Lion King. Oh, yeah. How'd you like it? Because we never talked about it. I, I seen it. We never spoke about that. How'd you like it? Disappointment. I, what did I tell you? Disappointment. Bro. I told you. I told you. It's not as good as the cartoon, right? It's not. It's not even close it's as not good. Even close, bro. That's what I'm telling you. But Seth Rogen did a good job. Seth Rogen did a good job. But it's the fact that. The, it looked like a National Geographic special. 
the animals didn't have any facial expressions. So why do we even need them? I mean, why do we need the actors for? You know what I'm saying? The warthog looks like an actual warthog. Lines like an actual war, but you don't see any human facial expression. Like, why are they even talking? Yeah, like they can't. The cartoon just it's just easier for you to make it. It needs to be cartoonish for it to be good. Exactly. So you can like, see smiles they, they and frowns. They need to frowns. smile. They need to jump. And yeah. This is a case where too much realism ruined it. Yeah. It doesn't look good. This looks like a. It does not look good. It looks like a wild. Look like I'm looking like National Geographic's, and then I'm hearing human talking over it. And they could have made this whole movie in subtitles, and it would have been golden. But they said the whole everything in the movie was animated, right? Yeah, sure. It's it was beautiful animation. Yeah, it was you can't great, tell. But, but that shit I'm, is. I'm thinking like if they if that if that whole movie was a hundred percent animation, mm-hmm. imagine what they're gonna do with video games in the future. Yeah, well, Especially video like games, virtual reality stuff. Well, virtual reality is dope. Video games is gonna be harder because you have to control it. When you can control everything, what we see that can be done more seamlessly. But video games, they can't do as eventually. It's gonna get there, bro. Yeah, in due time, you never. That's not the first one. You never seen the Life of Pi? I saw that. That Before. was all animated too. Yeah, that tiger was never there. That's a fake tiger. I'm talking, but the human was real. No, the human is real. The human yeah, is real. Yeah, but... They, the life of Pi, but the tiger, all those ships in the, the sea, all that shit was all fake. Like, they're completely real. They do some real good ones. The Jungle Book was real dope. I liked it, the Jungle Book better than this one, bro. I did not like the the the, the Lion King. Yeah, it was... It, it lacked emotion. Mm-hmm. You just didn't... You didn't get a... You didn't feel it. And there's some stuff that we'll accept from the cartoons that we... I don't know if they did like a, a a part where, let's say one scene of where Scar's holding thing, I'm king now, and throws him away. And then the next scene just cuts away to him down the bushes. Maybe in the cartoon we'll allow that. In a movie, we ain't allowing all that to happen without you telling us in between, a real life movie. We give more slack on cartoons. It's of just, a cutaway. On a real movie, we're like, what the fuck happened? I'm just going to jump from this to this. We ain't allowing them saying, or maybe they might have showed it in the movie. And it was either or the other, either. Maybe they showed it in the cartoon and didn't show it in the movie. Something was happening. The cutaways from one thing, one transition to the other, was not smooth. And I remember being smooth in the cartoon. So I don't know if that's because we lowered the bar for the cartoon, but all that shit was not all that. Like, bro, this is this is not good. That's why I felt that. Like, this and my kids are like, oh, it's not bad. I'm like, ah, y'all just don't know how fucking raw the movie is. Cart- yeah. But is is are these kids watching this I, as my the first kids, experience yeah. the Lion King? No, or my kids seen the Lion King. They saw the they cartoon. It. They probably when this hype, they seen the cartoon, but they thought this one wasn't bad. I like maybe you think I like man. We maybe we choose. Maybe over. it's because they also they're viewing the uh, cartoon one as old because the graphics exactly. Maybe but it that's feels what like it one of these newer bright cartoons. Yeah, brightly lit, drawn well. Yeah, right. that's what it is. Yep. It's, I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know if you see it that way. Like, cause this shit here is not fucking with the cartoon at all, bro. <laughs> it's a yeah. I was disappointed. Then they cut out one of the best scenes of the, the fucking when um, Pumbaa is supposed to be the bait when he calls Zionus. They did. That was in there, but he didn't do the song when he's in the Hawaiian hula hoop. If you want to think, that, that uh, song. Yeah, yeah that you can't do that when you have. Uh, real animals, yeah. Real animals, yeah. And I know they modified some songs and some of they tweaked it. 
I feel mad I they cut like off the. the I, I don't like, like the singing. Yeah, I don't like that they they cut off the be prepared. I like the, the original. I don't like the remix. That be prepared by Scar was a fucking banger. They yeah, swapped it a little bit. I, I like was, that. When Scar was singing, I was like, "Hey, you, hey, how you gonna have a a mean line singing?" Yeah, in the cartoon, <laughs> you can get away with that. Exactly. So that shit was fire. The cartoon was fire. So yeah, that to me, I mean. Nonetheless, it's it, it's gross like one point three billion dollars, making it the most successful animated movie of all time, which is crazy to me. Is like, is it count as animated, like drawing animated or three D animation? Because that's two different things. I feel like they're just rephrasing it because three D animation is also um, Avengers Endgame. For for them to calling it animated, I guess they're calling it because no one was there. Yeah, it's I don't think, I don't think what's them is considered animated. Yeah, and Avengers and Endgame is real life stuff like yeah. that. Live action. So I guess, yeah, they're now the most successful animated movie. I think animated is when everything is done on the computer completely. Drawing. Which I feel they need to do CGI animated or drawn animated because you got to break that category up. But nonetheless, a win is a win. It's kind of like your boy Tyrese was hating on The Rock about Hobbs and Shaw, which I, I have yet to go see, and I plan on go see it. Who's going to go watch it? it I'm about to go watch it. I don't think it's, it, it don't look that. That shit don't look nothing like Fast and the Furious, sure, but it looks like some knockoff of Avengers. Idris Alba look badass in that shit. Idris Alba look tough. Yeah, man, and The Rock always tough. It looked like an action movie. It don't look like a race car movie whatsoever. It don't even look like it makes any it's sense not, to the Fast and the Furious. It's nothing that you would go... It's nothing that you go. I have to go watch this. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But I'm, I could wait for that to be on DVD. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm probably gonna go see it at some point because this shit does look dope. Because when I was first seeing, it, I was like, this don't even make no sense. How is this Fast and the Furious? Y'all guys got superpowers now? Zedris Alba is like almost indestructible. But mm-hmm. I, but either way, I know Tyrese was hating on it and say, laughing, talking about, oh, it was the worst debut of the Fast and Furious franchise, even though we'd spoken on the last podcast. It's a spinoff. You're not going to get this mass, the same numbers. But nonetheless, they made like $300 million and it's still going. I don't think they made $300 million. I mean, worldwide. Domestically, I think they made like um, $250 or $150 or something like that. No, nah, the, the numbers were way lower than that. Yeah, it was like $100 million. It wasn't that big. Because remember, they thought it, it was, was a flop. It was, um, I think, it Cost two hundred million to produce to make correct, and then they and made they like only made like one eighty yeah, that first correct. week or whatever it was. But I think worldwide they're not like a three hundred is still cranking, so they're good. It ain't as long as these people, yeah, because worldwide there's different debuts. There's movies don't come out the same time. It's gonna be considered a flop though. It's so not you make two hundred. You need a double. It's not always a double. Because one, you're starting off, it's a front you're spinning off to begin with. And that's 200 million to make it. Then you got to, then that's not without, that's without yeah, the marketing. Yeah, yeah. Who knows if it's a double, but that's why sometimes all you need is to make a little more. You, you got to imagine the rules for white movies are different than black movies. Of course. Black movies. Black gotta, movies, you have to crush it. You got to make 10 times the Exactly. White movies. The, the profit margin don't have to be that big. You make a little bit. Let's say the movie costs 30. Let's say the movie costs 400 million and you make 420 million. They're seeing that 20 million. That's the 20 million in the books every year. Yeah. Black movies, they're not having it. Yeah. Fucking racism. <laughs> that's how it works. You know that's how one. That's how the one guy got booted off of Fast and the Furious. It was Fast and the Furious, I believe. When the third one flopped, he went to go make the Bloom House, the guy that made the horror movies. Mm-hmm. When that shit flopped, 
They, they, he left there and he went to go making horror movies that cost him about three, four million. And those movies make 15 to 25 million. And his profit margins look lovely. And he's just been, and Bloomhouse is now the biggest name in horror yeah, movies. Cranking them out. Yeah. He's the one that did the, he's the one that teamed up and did the movie for um, Jordan Peele. Cause that's all he does is that lane now. Yeah. He's like, it don't cost him much money. It costs him like seven million, eight million, five million a movie. And them shits make like 15, 14. He don't need a huge budget. You don't even want to fuck around that shit anymore. He likes right where he's at. All his movies making money. He's golden. And that's why in those films, very few people talk than the four or five actors because they don't want to pay. You know how they have the union, the the SAG. If you have like more than four words, you have to get your SAG card and you have like mm-hmm. a survey. Yeah, it's only like maybe like the four or five actors I always speak in that whole movie. Everyone else might get one word or just a nod or two. The shit is wild, but great profit margins. Who knows? Maybe they might make another Hobbs and Shaw's. You know what I'm saying? After that, but they ain't gonna make no other one, bro. Who knows? All I know is Tyrese front and like, like, um, like The Rock can't say, "All right, I want to do one more Fast and Furious," but no Tyrese in it. He I can, thought that was already a thing. I think it was like they weren't. He said that he had to wait because they're waiting for them to come back. But he's front and like The Rock can't pull that stunt off. Yeah, make better chill. You know what I'm saying? Tyrese really be wilding out here, bro. Like, like, <laughs> like his character is a main guy of this series of this franchise. But he is a good, he is a good actor in that. And I mean, Tyrese is a good actor all along. You know I'm saying? Talking Baby about Boy like, is one of my favorites. And, he's a great and, actor. And Fast and the Furious, he's a, he's a, he's the comedy relief. Yeah, and you always need that. Man, The Rock is a. Also, a great comedy relief. Ain't nothing for them to start making this character turn that, take that route. It's always funny when The Rock does comedy anyways. He's a big, swole guy. We think something serious. When this guy does turns his comedy on, this shit's hilarious. That's when I first seen him, when he was in Be Cool. Whenever he gets his comedy on, The Rock is a fucking hit. So don't make my dog get that, take, get that comedy hat and get your character the yeah, fuck up out of I'll take all his lines. <laughs> yeah, I'll take all exactly. So. Either way, we done for the week, man. We're just winding up. We're finishing up. So y'all already know what to do. Hit us up on That's Absurd Pod on Instagram. That's Absurd Pod on Twitter. That's Absurd Podcast at gmail.com if you ever don't drop an email. And you can always hit that voicemail line at 407-900-6076. That number is 407-900-6076. And we'll try to catch y'all next week. Yep. And we is out. So let me cue up some, cue up some Lion King music. I don't think you're gonna play them at Drake and what's name where you end up hearing it. Well, yeah, I already heard it. The Drake and Chris Brown. Yeah, I already heard it. So cue up some some Lion King or something. The original Lion King? Brown I'm not prepared. The best thing in the world. I never trade you for anybody else in the world. I'm skinned, girl. Skin just like pearl. The best thing in the world. I never trade you for anybody else singing. She said she really grew up poor like me. Don't believe in nothing but the Almighty. Just a little jeans and a pure whitey. She never dream forever be nobody wifey. Yeah. She want I mean a pretty but your heart is a miss. Play you like a villain cause she caught in a way. Tonight I am walking away. Line to find mine on a grind. Yeah, yeah. Tonight I might fall in love.
depending on how you hold me I'm glad that I'm calming down Can't let no one come control me Keep dancing and call it love She fights it by falling slowly If ever you are in doubt Remember what mama told me Brown skin girl Your skin just like pearls Your back against the world I never tried you for anybody else A brown skin girl Your skin just like pearls The best thing in all the world Goes like a trophy when Naomi's walking. She need an Oscar for that pretty dark skin. Pretty like Lupita when the camera's closing. Drip broke the levee when my Kelly's rolling. I think tonight she might break her brave. Melanin too dark to throw her shade. She minds her business and winds her waist. Go like 24K. Okay. Tonight I might fall in love. Depending on how you hold me. I'm glad that I'm calming down Can't let no one come control me Keep dancing and call it love She fighting but falling slowly If ever you are in doubt Remember what mama told me Brown skin girl Your skin just like pearls You're back against the world I never tried you for anybody else A brown skin girl Singing. 